Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast with three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. This week's show, a legit zoo zoo. Hello. Ah, hello. Hi. Hello. Brandon. This is working. Brandon. We did say 8.30 and you are early. <gasps> oh my gosh. This Oh, Ooh, yeah. No, sorry. Doop, doop, doop. My goodness. Sounds like your fault. Yeah, yeah it's all my fault, actually. It's so. really all of your fault. My bad. Like it. Agreed. My bad. Ah, Lou. Oh. <laughs> so. It is a night. Uh-oh. Oh. Do tell. Oh. oh. Uh, we had a dog-sitting client that said i'm going to pick my dogs up the 29th at noon which is a little whatever uh so megan and the kids are actually uh down at dad's house right now and i was going to stay i was going to stay so they they're down there and i'm going to go tomorrow and uh be with them and we're taking monday off so we can just have a longer weekend down there uh kind of not necessarily last minute but we didn't have any dogs this weekend, but was we there, had dog. Was there dog. another spider in the house? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay. At least, not, well, I mean, yes, there's always spiders in this house, but none visible. <laughs> okay. Least. Yeah. We're remaining uh, hidden. They remain hidden. So good job, little eight-legged dudes. Um, but the the, the owner stay said, reclusive. Stay, yeah, stay. Re- yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Keep your namesake. Um, <laughs> So she had said that uh, she's gonna pick up the dogs at noon on the 29th. Like, cool. Uh, so I, um, which listeners is tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and so we, I, so Megan kids left earlier this afternoon. Uh, I had an interview for the other show uh, at six, and at five forty-five, she called Megan and said, "Oh, I'm an hour and fifteen minutes away." Ah. Granted, she had to drive nine hours to get to her destination. What the? She had already been on the road for eight hours when she what? decides to text us, text us that she is an hour away. <laughs> and 18 hours early. Yes. <laughs> yes. More importantly, 18 <laughs> hours <laughs> early. But what? So I'm getting ready to go into an interview that's going to last an hour and a half. And so I'm frantically trying to get the dogs ready, get all their stuff together, get bowls cleaned get food put back in find all their toys get it packed so that whenever she knocks on the door at seven o'clock or seven fifteen, i can pause the interview run down put the dogs you know get get them out the door and then come back up and finish mm-hmm. well in my haste and then you know the interview's going and it's like oh this okay this i'm gonna have a lot of editing with this one um it just keeps going uh the door knocks i run downstairs let the dog get, you know, whatever and then uh finished the interview at seven 
40 <laughs> it took an hour and 40 hour and 45 minutes uh but they just kept going and then at the end they wanted to talk about other topics they wanted to talk about and all sorts of stuff and i was like ha ha uh, <laughs> the one time this is a problem <laughs> yeah there's really sweet um if you think of anything else, you could just email me. Okay, I gotta go. And so <laughs> I went downstairs. There's a part two. Bye. Yeah, guess whatever. And then I got on the phone with Megan. And then I'm like, there's also stuff in the house that I was trying to get done uh, so that I can just leave tomorrow now. All of a sudden, it's like, well, I was going to have all tomorrow morning to clean the house and do all this stuff, but I'm not going to have that anymore. So I was going to clean. And then, and then I look at the kitchen counter and I'm like, oh, there's all the dog's food that I did not give back to the lady. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, I messaged her and was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Uh, I still have all of their dry food. I'm going to leave really early in the morning. I'm just going to put it on the porch and you can come by and get it. Okay, thanks. Because, <laughs> oh. So. Either that or Kobe. It's time for some second supper kobe oh, kobe yeah. it's a lot of food uh, yeah. it's, it's more than his body weight right now so <laughs> oh dear yeah it's a lot of food <laughs> so yeah and then i made some coffee came up here sat down so we're all good there you go yeah okay oh uh, but that was my night uh oh. yeah yeah uh, no so far so far so what's been up with you guys? Uh, not a whole bunch, really. Just sort of been going, right? It's that time of year at school where it's just like, yep, still going. Right, it's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make good quarter ends next Friday. So I've made a big long list of all my missing assignments. And I was like, hey, hey guess what? Uh-oh. Hello. The tax collectors come. The bill is due. Boom, done. So <laughs> that's next week. Quarter ends. Grades are due. Conspicuously, basketball starts. Children. Hello. Hello. <laughs> are you getting this connection? Hello. Yes. <laughs> Dangle the carrot and the stick. Yes. Uh, so that's uh okay. That's it. Just getting ready to do new stuff and we're got we're gotta do a uh every because we do the pbis thing which is like the positive behavior something support i don't remember what i stands for <laughs> uh like every quarter we do a like celebration right uh about people that have met their behavior goals. We track them with like a thing, an app or whatever. Mm. And uh, everybody who meets their goal, we it's like based on percentages, right? So if you have like X percent, I think it's like 85 or above uh, behavior stuff, then you get to go to this thing. And if you're under, you get to go to like a, it's like a reteaching where they talk about the rules and all that stuff. Cause there's, those are the kids that have, they got they, there's something that they're they just can't you know get over so uh they mm. talk about rule reinforcing expectations and all that stuff 
So we're getting ready to do that. But at this third quarter, we usually just do one at school, right? A lot of, sometimes we take trips places. Like the one for fourth quarter, we like go to the park and it's like all day. And we just do park things. So we have activities and stuff like that. Uh, the first one, we went to like the Y. We went to swimming and all that stuff. But this one's like at school. So you have to do like stuff. We have to come up with like an activity to do. Mm. Okay. So I'm trying to make sure I have a thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> For the afternoon to do, because it'll be basically all afternoon <clears throat> with the stuff. So we're going to do that thing that day. So I'm going to come up with something. Try to figure out, kind of plan that, figure out what in the world I'm doing. Some sort of STEM thing, probably, because they really like that kind of stuff. So. We will do something. I'm thinking about doing an egg drop again. And, and uh, doing the old throw the egg out the window. And have it padded or have a parachute. Yeah, they have, to, they have to make it not break. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's just going to be like, I'm going to gather things. It's a good it's mostly one. Mostly cardboard and the 12,000 Walmart bags in my garage. Mm-hmm. And, so... Uh, you- what you need to do is that you need to go to like Walmart and get those really big, uh, like straw containers, like the the drink straws, because we oh, did oh, we, oh. we did a STEM activity where we did you meant like, like bales of hay. I was like, no, that's like, what I was thinking. Like go out to one of your the school's neighbors and just take their hay. <laughs> no, just like get like you big could go to the show barn and. Because we made like moon landers with eggs. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking about. I was going to go to the right outside the cafeteria. They just have a bin where the cooks uh, throw all the the boxes that the food comes in. And then we take it down to the recycle building. Or not, not me, but like somebody wheels it down there. And I was just going to go and raid that for like all the cardboard and bring it up to the room and like cut it. You know, into smaller, so they don't have like a box. That's cheating. Uh, <laughs> but I was thinking about that, doing like some kind of lander context because they like talking about like the Mars landers. Yeah, because they've done all kinds of weird stuff <clears throat> there. So I was trying to think what else I need. Probably just cardboard, plastic so we... bags, and a bunch of tape. I need to buy a bunch of duct tape. Mm-hmm. You know those little like plastic cups like the itty bitty cups like the ones that they used to give you for like swish oh yeah 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 so like i have a like, oh, I swish had, yeah. I had, yeah, right <laughs> i have i use those because oh. i actually still have my I moon could, lander i could taste that that's that was mean that was uh, a sense memory that i did not want to go back and revisit so thank I, you i i was shopping today and i saw some mouthwash and there's this pink slash purple stuff that i saw and i was like Bleh! And this, yeah, poor, this you, poor lady down the aisle just like looked at me funny. I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm just having flashbacks. Just yeah, go on about yeah. your day. Trauma from my childhood. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but yeah, so we. That'd be a good meme. You can't taste images. Like yeah, me. Just right. a picture of that cart. Oh, God. Anyway, Moonlander. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so that's what I, I just use. We, we just use a lot of like straws, you know, for the kind of like the legs and shock absorbers. Yeah. Because I then would just just buy those big things of straw in bulk. And then that's how we made like some of the stem bridges 
where I gave them a budget and like five straws, aka oh, yeah. steel yes. was a uh, you know a certain amount of money, and so a lot of my experiments that involved steam most likely involved uh, straw or straws at some point in time. So I am so sorry, turtles. There you go. <laughs> There's a lot of popsicle it. sticks and toothpicks. The I last also, ones I did had lives like eight hundred thousand toothpicks. I also mm. have a, had a lot of popsicle sticks. Yeah. And this one, I figure, if I borrow the cardboard from the bin, we do the thing, and then I just go put it back in the bin when I'm done with it. Right. Ta-da. <laughs> it's easy. Nailed it. I had considered a budget though, like you were talking about. Uh, I don't know what that would look like currently. But I'm considering throwing that in there so that we don't like the first class doesn't just like burn through all the stuff and then be like, oh, wait, hold on. Sure. <laughs> so I haven't quite worked out what that looks like yet, but I do know that I need duct tape. Uh, that's <laughs> obviously <laughs> Duh. that's going to be important. <laughs> but we did it once a couple of years ago and it was really good. So. I was gonna bring it back. I asked the principal. It's like, hey, can I? Do you mind if I throw eggs out my window again? And she was like, yeah, sure, go for it. I'm like, okay, okay, nailed it. All right. <laughs> it's the second story. It's on the back side. It's nothing bad. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you you should have them have uh, targets also. So I I did also consider that get uh, one of the piece of cardboard and like just put a bullseye on it and yeah. then move it like not directly under the window, you know, like out. So they kind of have to like lob it to kind of get it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that would be, that'd be a really good thing to do. Make him try to, whoever gets closest, you know, be another way to see how it goes. So I think it'd be fun. I think I'm looking forward to it, but I have to sort of finalize my stuff and start. <clears throat> I think also what I'm probably going to do is just start now grabbing a bunch of boxes. And when the kids, the kids always ask me, like, what's that for? And I never tell them. <laughs> drives them drives them crazy. <laughs> like I'm so aloof with like everything. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, mm, you'll find out soon. Yeah. That's all I tell them. Don't worry about it. And they're like, <laughs> Yeah. Where like, are you where are you concerned? Yeah. Or the va- my favorite my least favorite thing to be asked is, What are we doing today? And I just always answer sitting in our desks and waiting for directions. <laughs> Just like same, every day. Same thing we do every day. Same thing we did yesterday. Try and take sitting, over the world. Sitting down, <laughs> sitting down waiting for directions. I should start answering that. Taking over the world. I should just say that. <laughs> That's, I'm stealing that. That's we what I'm saying. Tonight, on. Right? Next week, I'm supposed same. to get a new student next Monday. She's going to be so confused. So confused <laughs> on that poor, poor child. That poor child. Same thing that we might. do every night. <laughs> Try to take over the world. I'm going to say that. I think so. I'm still I think, in that next I think week. you need that. Take over the world. Take over the world. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I always just get these weird looks. Like, what? They look at you and go, ugh, old. And you go, no, they just yeah. look at me and go, they don't ever say that. They're just like, why don't you tell us? Because it's more fun to know. This is, isn't, isn't this more fun? Aren't you having fun? <laughs> <laughs> or like in science, when we talk about like something, it's going to be like something super weird. And I'm like, but we'll talk more about that later. And they're like, but no, now. Like, nope, nope, not yet. Can't so stop. I, I, will, I will admit whenever I first started and I was still trying to like develop like lesson plans 
there was there were some times where I didn't exactly know what we would be doing until like the morning of. Yeah. And so kids would come in and they'd be like, "Hey, so what are we doing, Mister Funkhauser?" And I'd be like, "Uh, uh, you'll find out. Don't you worry. Know. It's a mystery." <laughs> Mostly because I had like no <laughs> idea. It was a it was a learning period for all of us. True. Like, what are we doing? You'll find out because I don't know either. I do that sometimes in in uh, history because like I like right now we're finishing up the thing and there's like three things that I want to do but I don't really know in which order I want to do them. Mm. So I'm just kind of like, it's going to be one of these. I haven't planned out. I just don't really, the sequence is like, mm, so yeah, uh, we're going with looking at Egyptian artwork first. Ooh. Number one, uh, we're doing that. So we can get a thing about like what's going on. It's just basically like, what is this? Like, what things do you see here? It's just like looking at pictures and then being like, so I put a bunch of pictures in like a Google slide show that I'm just going to share with them so they have it and they can look at it on their iPads. And then like, just questions like, what do you, like on this, like, what do you see? What do you think is happening? What is, you know, stuff like that to kind of just kind of get a feel for what on earth is going on. Why are Egyptians so weird? Yeah. (laughs) And then that's like the last thing. And like my mind is, I always have these problems at like after the end of these units, like trying to transition to the next thing. Cause I'm like finishing up thinking about Egypt, but my brain is not ready to move on to the next thing yet. So I have to like start getting that ready, but my brain is still stuck in Egypt mode. (laughs) I can't even fathom ancient Greece right now. I'm just like, but mummies and stuff. And you know, and so my brain is, it's, I'm having this difficult time of not being able to make the transition to the next thing. So, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm still stuck here, like in this mode of like, oh yeah, we're talking about this and we're doing this, but I have to like switch and start getting ready for the next thing. So, yeah. Uh, that's my struggle currently. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. super exciting oh really oh, airman what have you been up to uh yes so i was Yo. actually sick monday Who knew? Uh, i was like i wasn't like deathly sick but i'm pretty sure i caught the death um and so i was just kind of limited and was like yeah i'm i'm feeling kind of bled and so i actually got to work Tuesday and I worked for a little bit didn't really have any cases was just doing some typing and then I got threatened by my coworkers that if I don't go home they'll beat me up and so I was like eh, I should probably go home yeah they don't want to share you like, know oh. um so Wednesday we just had some had a lot of meetings uh met with the DA you know did all that kind of stuff did some stuff with the tribe so I haven't really done a whole lot work-wise this week. Uh, last weekend, I was down in Oklahoma City and went to a baseball game with Shelby. Granted, it was an OU baseball game, so my skin was a little tingly. Uh, <laughs> for being, you know, former uh, OSU. Fine, it's in but, the now. I mean, it was, it's it was, okay. It was a really nice stadium. It was a really fun game. Uh, then we were like, oh, you know what we should do? 
we should totally go to the science museum and both of them were like yeah that'd be amazing and so it's it's a beautiful facility but we didn't really get to see it because we walked in and there was just like a horde of children on like a sunday and both of us were like oh no because it was all nice and quiet on the outside and i was like oh this is this is super cool and then once the doors parted and it was just a you know i I can't describe the the horrible sound (laughs) of like just thousands of children just screaming and both of us looked at each other and were like oh nope and so we just walked over to the zoo the oklahoma city zoo which is they they share a parking lot and so we we walked over we walked over there and it was a little rainy and i don't remember last last weekend being yeah expert just like wonderful it wasn't exactly Uh... bueno but there was maybe 12 people in the entire zoo that there we go and so we just we literally had the zoo to ourselves it was amazing um and so we get we kind of got into zoo mode so i think we're going to go to the tulsa zoo tomorrow oh no the great zoo tour 2020 all the zoos because we already we already went to the the aquarium so we already crossed that off the list and so we're like oh let's go to the the other zoo oh wait what about the other other zoo is an other other zoo yeah, the Tulsa Zoo. There's the oh. Oklahoma City Zoo, and there's Tulsa Zoo, and then there's some sort of like lion safari zoo somewhere around here. Oh dear! And there's like an alligator park. I, I know, what? right? There's a what? Yeah. Hmm? There's some. There's something down in Oklahoma, uh, close to Oklahoma City that it's like it's something like Big Dave's, you know? Oh no! Alligator That's... park or something. And I was like, yeah, it sounds about right. That sounds like the little. There's some random zoo thing in um. Oh, it's down. I don't know. Somewhere north of Arkansas. When I took biology in college, they went, we went down there. It was like, it's like one of those like sketchy, like, like somebody's house zoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of those things. I don't yeah. know what it's called, uh, but we went there for the, for like our biology class because we were talking about all this weird stuff. And he's like, yo, we're going down there. So we took the van, the college van down there. And it was like that. It was like, yeah, There's- somebody's house is right here. And then there's like, oh, here's a chimpanzee. You're like, what? Uh, <laughs> so, here's a, a racial monkey or whatever. Basement? <laughs> no, it, I, I have a feeling it's one of those because several weeks ago we actually went to Woolarock, which to if you've never heard of Woolarock, which I have not, it, it stands for get it's it's not it's not as cool as you think it stands for because Woolarock you're like oh that's some really cool like Native American thing no. It stands for literally woods, lakes, rocks. They just shortened it, and so it's called the Rock. <laughs> so um, it's just outside. So, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so we Frank, were going to call it outdoors, but that didn't sound cool. Just, so, just Frank, so Frank Phillips, whenever he came to the area, and, you know, he got stupid rich, he was like, I want to build, like, a cabin, like, just randomly in the middle of the Osage Nation. And just bought like a stupid amounts of land because you know oil money rich, and then he just pretty much just built like his own private museum with his own private 
like or family like cabin which is this giant monstrosity of a house uh for a quote-unquote summer home and then he was like i like animals but i don't really feel like hunting and so he just imported like zebras and tigers and there's a wild herd of buffalo that roams this property and there's like elk and all sorts of things and it's literally like his own private zoo and then as he got older it's like oh, i'm actually going to open it up to the public and so you go there and it's like an art museum a history museum and then it just has all of these things inside this massive building but it's surrounded by pretty much like a legitimate zoological park that my question is my first question is um how long until we're hearing about Oklahoma's feral zebra problem? Uh, well, it's not. It's nothing like <laughs> yeah. where they escaped. Um, yeah. Columbia's in the wild hippos. Uh, wild like hippos. That. Yeah, That's it's true. Not, it's nothing like that. Um, I, I I don't think there's. I think there's a few zebras there, but it's <laughs> so the park itself is actually enclosed. I don't know how much acres, but it's to the several thousands. It's also right next to a federal land reserve where they have wild horses oh dear and so this is just like that's a lot of fence to break i'm just saying but but also think of like think of your image of oklahoma like great plains prairies flat that's Mm -hmm. not really not really flat like this is actually in a valley where there's a legitimate lake and there's rolling hill it's it's oklahoma hills oklahoma hills and so it's literally just like this compound that's just there and there's just whatever and so it's it's a really unique place because i was like she's like oh we should go to wool rock and i was like huh what what is that and so kind of imagine the buffalo bill cody museum we went up to montana oh yeah just like a smidge smaller in the middle of oklahoma with that place was enormous i wow and so, no, this place is, if you get bored, you should Google it because it's, it's really, it, it's really cool um, because it's literally, from me here in Bartlesville, it is 20 minutes away from me. Oh. And I had no idea it existed. That's so weird. No, yeah, it's, and so that counts as a zoo slash museum. Kind of. And so, but yeah, we, I'm just imagining them going in concentric circles outwards. Like they're going to be in like Omaha and like <laughs> somewhere in Arkansas soon. Is on, uh, their, on their yeah, on your zoo tour. Oh well, our, yeah. our next trip when you swing is, by Dickerson Park Zoo, let us know. We'll hang. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually that's ne- actually next on the list. <laughs> oh man, because I was like Helen Susan on you because she'll be there. She's like, yep, here I am. Hello, because. <laughs> The other, cl- not close zoo, was the zoo up in Independence, Kansas. Do you remember going to Neil Wallace? There's a zoo in Independence, Kansas? Yeah, it's literally, it's not like a major, like, extravagant zoo, but it's a, like a legitimate zoo zoo there in Independence, <clears throat> right on the, uh, across where that park was, where we always camped out. Yes. There's there's a zoo over there, and I only remember going there once, is? and it was the one time it was open. Yeah. I did not. Google it. That. Look it up. I mean, I I just don't remember. Yeah. So. <clears throat> my my memories of Independence Kansas are basically confined to that park slash football field stadium, mm-hmm. uh, and just a, the tiniest bit of like the downtown area. Yeah, I only remember where the- I remember walking the parade route. 
uh, that I I kind of blacked that out of for my memory, but I remember. <laughs> I just remember like kind of what the buildings look like. They're that light color brick. Yeah. I, and kind of wide street area. That's all I remember. That's all I. It's very vague. Nothing concrete. The park a lot more so because we had to sit there for hours on end huh. and sit and then yeah, sit we... tomorrow in the rain usually. Um, <laughs> it was always raining. It was one year. It was raining so bad. I remember the <clears throat> that field was garbage, right? <laughs> and so yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the one year I don't remember. It was my maybe my junior, my sophomore year, maybe uh, sophomore junior, probably. The color guard did this thing where they like ran down. Uh, it was probably <sighs> sophomore year. I think it was sophomore year. And they were running down. That field was mud. And a bunch of them just slipped oh. and like went sliding <laughs> forward, oh, like no. forward towards that front sideline. They just ate it. They were sliding through that mud and they had like these white pant things or whatever. It was bad. Oh. <laughs> it was bad. I, yeah. Uh, but but yes, there there is a zoo. Uh huh. In in New, I I I I pretty much try to black out anything from Independence. I from Neowalla. It was a fun trip. I remember a train, uh-huh. and it was always usually really cold. And so there, yeah, there, a, there was a train. Yeah, there's a train, and we used to go down. Okay, so uh, this is a lot of inside baseball, but um, but let's back up just a moment. Neowalla is Halloween spelled backwards, and it is yeah. a marching band competition uh, festival in Independence, Kansas. And uh, well, so all, appar- all three of us were actually, in a uh, band, marching band. Well, apparently, <laughs> that, that it's is important like, for the story. Like a legitimate, like, like city festival. Like it's not just a band. No, it is. But no, which, the, yeah, we I did, just, which I didn't know for, that for our for our intents and purposes, it uh, it's a band festival. I do remember it because one year I remember we got bored and we went a walking like. Uh, like a do me and Corey and uh, Chad Remember Chad we went walking mm-hmm. uh, very far away we bought some ice cream I think we would do that sometimes uh, and we like yeah we went out and we went down that thing I can't remember which direction we left from because I really have no there's no clear orientation of cardinality in my brain about how that place is set up but we just no. went off walking down one of the main roads yeah I uh, just hanging out wandering around because it was like hours between the parade and the oh yeah show. oh yeah we just we just wandered around <laughs> wandered around town doo-doo. yeah we uh we'd go and I walk think we down were supposed to, i don't think we were supposed to do that no you weren't we would we'd go and walk around the river uh there's a and, river oh that's right oh yeah the trails that go through the yeah we spent a, i spent a lot of time on those yeah those are cool interesting topic because uh all three of us were in marching band and (laughs) and so uh brand you were the you were the first one obviously because you're the oldest uh just just by default to get into marching band um did you what what made you stick through it all those years (laughs) uh it was fun mostly like that was it it was fun yeah. And I was marginally good at it. Yeah. So I was just like, okay. Like, I was just good at marching. And so, yep, let's go. Let's do it. it. I really liked it. And you played, you played the trumpet, just so everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. important, too. Yeah. Uh, 
It's all of the stereotypes about trumpet players are 100% true. Mm-hmm. Play as loud as possible. Yes, oh. it, that's true. It, arrogant. Uh, you, want, you, want, uh. you want to be the loudest. Uh, it's basically like, if you are familiar with choir and like the sopranos, that's basically mm-hmm. that's basically a trumpet players, right? Mm-hmm. You're the center of attention. You're the loud, brash. But yes, it's very. Every time I tell, like when I first um, started working at school, my coworker, one of them, she was in band a bunch, and she was like, "Oh, you're a band." She's like, "What'd you play?" I was like trumpet, and she goes, mm, "Yep, yep." So yeah, yep. it was a, yeah, it was just fun. I just yeah. really enjoyed it a lot, and. Yeah. That was kind of it, really, and it was mm-hmm. relatively like I liked it. It was just really mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, uh, the getting it to school at like six o'clock in the morning was not <laughs> fun, but everything else was really good. Yeah. I like going on the trips. I like doing the marching and parades. I like the you know everything. It was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, Mr. Shannon kept us really active, and and mar- and band at in Rogersville started in sixth grade and you could take it all the way through senior high school and it was every single day it wasn't oh, yeah. and, and i'm saying that just because like i know uh, i know no, people it, who who were in band who would they just went like twice a week or they whatever block they were in they would go to so that I, that's a that's a i think that's yeah. a key difference that an experience that we had that not everybody did have my sixth graders go three days a week yeah go monday wednesday friday yeah and i think um after that Seventh grade, you can go every day, hmm. but in sixth grade, it's because that's like fifth and sixth grade. They start in fifth grade, but that's like still elementary school kind of intro band thing. So they go three days a week, and then if you make it through that, you can go to full days. But hmm. I really liked it. I took all the band classes. Like, would you like to be in concert band? Yes. Would you like to be in jazz band? Absolutely. Give me yes. a jazz band. I love jazz band. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think marching band just because you got to go and do stuff. Right? It was one of those. It's like really the only thing I wanted to do in school. Like. <laughs> Like, would you like to go on this trip? Most of them weren't very far. Like, we're going to go to Carthage. Like, well, I don't really care about Carthage, but I'm going to go do this. It was always on Saturday. I don't care. I want to go do stuff. It was fun. I don't know. I like playing my trumpet really loud. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true. Kind of it. I really enjoyed that part. Mm -hmm. and (laughs) And Aaron, what about you? Uh, well, as a percussionist, it, it was never our job to play loud. <laughs> right. We, we, all we were, all we those were, stereotypes are true, too, by the way. We were, the, we were the flutes of the band. We were the uh-huh. the gentle sway and no. muse of Lies. the band. Uh, no, yeah, we... <sighs> I'm trying to think here. So, yeah, I started... I'm... I don't really know what like got me into it because I did band and choir and athletics. Yeah. But yeah, you started in sixth grade, but I started Mark. Oh, I was in the high school pit in seventh grade. Oh, okay. And then I actually started marching, marching in eighth grade. I did too. We had a, that year or whatever was small. And he was like, Hey, eighth grade's going to march. And we were just like, okay. <laughs> I, I Funny doing... experience, but I, I, me too. He, those eighth graders were utilized quite extensively. Yeah. We were conscripted into the high school band. We did it. The trumpet line didn't need it because you want to talk the the players that were like ahead of me, like, oh my goodness, those guys were good. Yeah. So we were just sort of there to fill the gap in the line. 
not they're not to really provide any sonic help because uh, they had it under control it was just fine <laughs> but uh, it was really nice to get to like hang out with those guys because most of them were like super nice and they were just like teach you stuff about how to be a better trumpet player and it was really i really liked that you know yeah. uh they were just like oh yeah you gotta do this and it was in that weird like band way of like it was sort of hidden in the guise of listen I don't want you to screw up my line. So I'm going to tell you this. Right. <laughs> in the, hey, you, you have to do your job so that I look good. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not here to suck. Okay. Yeah. This is what you got to do. I'm like, okay. Got it. But it was it was good. They were still, like, helpful. It wasn't like, yeah. what the heck are you doing? You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And so, for, yeah, that was exactly the the way for me because I had, you know, guys like uh, Austin DeVetito, Levi Hammond, um, Kyle uh, Ruder, uh, Kyle Heimstra, Dustin Smith. So I, I had a lot of the those older guys because it was pretty much just me that stayed from transitioned from middle school to high school. I was pretty much the only because I when I graduated I was the only senior uh, percussionist. Like there was no other <laughs> seniors. Uh, and I I liked it because it was it was unique. It was fun. And then when I talk to people, especially here, you know, or, you know, other schools, and I talk about like all the trips we went on, you know, because we, we went to, uh, you know, Cedar Rapids, Ohio, the year after I graduated, they went to Hawaii of all places. Uh, so we, we actually, you know, we actually had a really cool band. And then I talked to people that I went to college with at NEO because I, I continued my quote unquote playing career in college as a snare drum at a Northeastern Oklahoma A&M where, you know, got these people that have, you know, never really marched before. And I was like, do you guys not know what a crap step? Is that, is that not something that no one knows? Is that, and so it was, it was kind of that, that really cool feeling of like, Oh, you, you don't know how to read sheet music. Ah, okay. Let me teach you. Well, that, I mean, if you're a drummer that knows how to read sheet music, you are the minority. You yeah. are a god. Right, a, <laughs> uh, now, I, I will. <laughs> that is a definite. That is a. That, that's, I, a that's a superpower right I there. I will admit, most of the time, whenever we did stand tunes uh, for like football games or basketball games, us percussionists, we didn't have sheet music. It was just. Well, stand tunes like, are different. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. But, like. And that was just like a cool feeling to be, you know, be a part of a, a college band. Yeah, we had maybe anywhere between forty to sixty people in the band, but I mean, we were all really good. Uh, not so much with some of the people that I shared the percussion line with, because like I remember I showed up and like, well, you're probably going to be the most experienced person here. They got two people that were homeschooled and never picked up an instrument before. And then three other people came, like, one person was a saxophonist, one person was a, a clarinet, and we stole a trumpet player. And I'm like, uh, I beg your pardon? Stole a trumpet player. <laughs> yeah, and so I had to pretty much build a percussion line from scratch. Uh, and then, you know, when we, when we got to do, you know, winter drum line, like, that, oh, that was, that was the thing. And then I talk to people that, you know, come to, you know, from these really big schools here in Oklahoma. And they're like, yeah, we had like six kids in it. I'm like, no, man, we had like 12. It's like really cool. It was, yeah. that was a staple. Yeah. 
we did that. I like that too. Uh, I joined that not because I was a like the my the first year they did it was our junior year, and they had some people doing it. And then so senior year, a bunch of more of us were like, "Hey, I like band. Can I have more band? Let's join <laughs> drumline." And so they needed a bunch of like auxiliary percussionists to like fill out the stuff. So that's why I played timpanis because yeah. I could read the music. And then I played bongos on some song, and like my friend played the marimba, like because they just needed more pit to fill it out. And so yeah. there was some pushback. Some of the percussion, some of the other drummers were like, oh, yeah, you guys want to join because we did good. Like, no, we just want to do band stuff. Shut up. I just want to go on more it's, band trips. It's, like, it's an <laughs> easy class. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? We didn't have a... That wasn't a class. That was like an after-school thing. Yeah. But... We actually, we actually had it as a legitimate class in, in, when I was in high school. But, I just did. I said we said band and jazz band, and there was some sort of music appreciation class, but I could never take that because I always had to do other things. But and I mean, that's kind of the same thing with with choir, mostly because it was super easy, but it was actually oh, a lot of fun. You now you don't really because you know again we also went on some really cool trips. We got to go to yeah New you York. did yeah weirdly like we got to go sing up in Carnegie Hall. We got to. And we got to do things like that. And it was just, it was just fun. It was just kind of something unique. And then, you know, I kind of, it's, it's a little disheartening now because, you know, a lot of schools are closing down their, you know, arts stuff. And, you know, when I, when I was teaching at Caney Valley, they maybe had, you know, six people in the band and that was including the band instructor. Oh Yeah. And so it, it was kind of heartbreaking to see well, it's, bands it's hard. It, places diminish. It's hard at small schools, though, because, you know, you got, like, only a limited pool of people and, yeah. like, 800 clubs. So it's hard to get people to in that to do that multiple stuff, you know. Well, and it's costly. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, that, uh, that trumpet is not cheap, right? Like, I'm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I still... Uh, yeah, it's not a that's not a small investment, so yeah. that's a problem too. Like brass instruments in particular are like stupid expensive. Yeah. So, so if you're if you're a small band, you're like, yeah, but we need a new tuba. <laughs> well, just good luck with that. Luck. Luck. Who's, <laughs> who's mortgaging their house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was that was a big thing at NEO was seeing like a lot of the old tubas. And the other equipment like that. And they're like, well, this, you know, marimba is from, you know, 1956. And, you know, the, vintage, oh, this, marimba. This, yeah. this tuba here was gifted when, like, Ineo first opened. And they're like, uh, oh, what? That's cool. I don't remember there being a lot of random instruments sitting around at Crowder. Yeah. Because <laughs> I also played uh, in college. But I played in the jazz band just in college. Like the jazz slash pet band. So we had we like played legitimate jazz songs, and then uh, we played pep stuff at the basketball games. And it was a real small group. There was only, well, there was two jazz bands. There was a full jazz orchestra, which I say orchestra, but like a full jazz set with like four trumpet players and like three trombone players and like four or five sax players, you know, and a guitar and a bass and a drum, like a big, you know, big band type thing. And then there was a jazz quintet. I think it was five of us. 
was me and a sax player. So it was just one trumpet player, a guy that played tenor sax, who was like amazing. Like, oh my gosh. And he went, oh, wow. Yeah, he was a great saxophone player. We had a bass player. Yeah, there's a guitar player and a drummer. That's kind of it. There might have been another saxophone player sometimes or a trombone player. That was it. Small, real small ensemble. So that was real fun. Uh, because we would also like go play out randomly. Like we would just go out yeah. and play at like a hotel or like a, we played a couple weddings, Ridley. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, but it was really fun. We just like play at a wedding. I distinctly, distinctly remember this. I had this uh, memory of, <clears throat> it was like an outside wedding in spring and it was like mega dark. And then we're in this pavilion <clears throat> and we couldn't see our charts at all and so we had to like take we like borrowed the christmas lights they had strung up on the wall and draped them across the music stands so that we could like just see the key changes on our charts like where where are we okay right here let's go like like we at the bridge part okay there it is that was really funny though we did a I can't. It was one of the guys at NEO. Like we started a barbershop quartet. Oh yeah, I forgot. And so, yeah, we like it was just something where I mean, we we all were in the same dorm, and so sometimes you get like a message, be like, oh, I can't sleep. I remember going out and singing you know, random things at like three a.m. in the parking lot, you know, on like a weekend or something. But yeah, we we sang at uh, some fundraisers. We sang at like the president of the of the college's birthday, uh, some alumni events. We sang the national anthem a few times, and that was really cool. That is cool. And we got to we got to go to Tulsa, where apparently I did not know this. Uh, Tulsa was the original location of the first barbershop quartet. I, really? Or, yeah, I I, 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 yeah, I have to confirm that because I remember that was told to me. I was like, the what? The huh? Sure, that wasn't just uh, some Tulsan taking credit for something. Like, no, 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 for real. This, this is it. I promise. <laughs> but, like, wait a minute. Are you sure it wasn't like <laughs> Chicago or Baltimore? No, 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 Tulsa. Right. Well, okay. Tulsa. Yeah, so we we got to do stuff like that, but it it was just always little things. And plus, we had a really cool like arts program at NEO because I remember because I. Let's be honest, I wasn't the best athletically. And so I was like, how am I going to go to college? Oh. I was like, music! And yeah, that's how I went to Crowder. It was kind of an accident, right? Yeah. Like, they were, uh, me and my friend were looking for places to go, and we were looking at Crowder, and we saw they had a band, and we called them up, and she's like, hey, yeah, you can come audition next week. I'm like, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we went yeah. down there. I played like three songs. She's like, here, sight read this. I was like, I played some random song. And she's like, all right, you're in. I was like, whoa, what? Okay. <laughs> that, that, was, that was exactly <laughs> kind of what happened at NEO. Because I was, I remember I went out, with, went down with dad. And it was just miserable. It was cold. If you ever been to Miami, Oklahoma, there's a mushroom farm that smells. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, this is, this is college? Oh, well, all right. And. I remember, like, we talked to the football coach. 
I was like, yeah. We talked to the baseball coach. I was like, nah, I'm not going to be able to do that either. And then I was like, oh, I was, I told our little campus tour lady, I was like, hey, I actually did band and choir. Can I think about that? And she's like, oh my gosh, let me meet you with mama. And I'm like, uh, who? And uh, Mary Susan Whaley. <laughs> but that's not every, ominous when you every, put it that everyone, way. everyone called her uh, Mama Sue or Mama Whaley, um, who she's, you know, still a huge inspiration and in, you know to my education career was she she came out at after this huge theater and she's like you know like super supportive and i i sang to her i don't really do well with solos but she's like you're a phenomenal bass and then she's like oh, i hear you do band and i was like well yeah i played band but the lady said that the band teacher is uh is busy and she's like well, he's not going to be in a moment. And so she called him and he came out and he's like, well, I was in a meeting, but I was told I needed to come speak with you. And I'm like, I am so sorry. Yeah. It was her idea. Not mine. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And, and he's, and he's like, yeah, she kind of runs the campus. So I don't really have, I can't really argue. I'm like, well, I drum. So <laughs> like I, I hit things with sticks. Good. Is that, is that something you need? Uh, you uh, like, huh? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I play good, and so I went and, <laughs> I, I, went and I literally uh, took like a snare drum up to his office, and I think Dad was sitting over there, and I just played some random beats, and he's like, "Oh, good, all right." So I'm offering you a scholarship. I was like, "Oh, this is how college works, okay." And so then Mary Susan offered me a scholarship, and that's kind of how I continued on and then like we had band camp you know uh earlier when the, the semester started and then that's when i found out that i had you know you know two homeschool kids uh three people that never played percussion before and then a, a, a girl that was a part of the flags or the color guard and i was like oh, oh i don't know if i like college now but it was actually a lot of fun just because it was a it was an interesting dynamic. We were actually really good. Uh we got to play, you know, at all these sporting events and things like that. So it, it was just it was just something that I can look back on and sometimes still if I'm like driving, I get a song stuck in my head that we played like years ago. And I'll be like, oh, I remember that song. I whistled jazz songs to myself all the time i i still play free ride <laughs> like oh yeah there we go like a bunch of those jazz like all the pet band songs and then like a bunch of jazz standard songs i used to play all the time i, I whistle them constantly <laughs> all the time i i can still play songs that we played in high school like the drum part i don't really care about well, else, but yeah but i mean but yeah i, I, I didn't still... expect you to like bust out the clarinet part or the flute part that'd be weird uh, like... <laughs> but I, I, can... I, I can't the only music i can read as a drummer is <laughs> the piccolo don't worry guys i got yeah, this. Yeah, it's been fine <laughs> but yeah i just uh, just a, a, an interesting thing like that that i have on my resume and people ask me and i'm like yeah i, you know, I did band <laughs> and they're like oh oh you did band like i i did band <laughs> Yeah, the the people that I the guys I played like guitar and stuff with, they found out about that and they're like, "You should bring your trumpet." That's always a weird experience because <laughs> they don't really. I've done it before. I played my trumpet last month, right? Like I busted it out mm -hmm. and I was playing over there, but uh, it's weird 
because they don't really know how to play with a horn player. And so, like, <laughs> just a weird mariachi band that's getting well, out. Yeah, they don't really get out like, of their hey. way. <laughs> well, yeah, they're like, hey, let's do something jazzy. And I'm like, uh, do you know how to play jazz? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, oh boy. Okay. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was funny because, like, do you know what 251 means? I'm like, not really. I'm like, okay, well, just play something in a key that I can handle and I'll just play along with you. It'd be fine. <laughs> Here's a little learn about syncopation. Really just quick. vamp. Just vamp. It'd be good. Because <laughs> uh, Shelby came up like a few weeks ago and she's like, oh, yeah, you remember you, you telling me that you were a drummer in high school and college. And it's like, I, I learned, I was like, I would love to see you drum. And it's like, uh, yeah, I haven't picked a pair of drumsticks in forever. I highly doubt I have drumsticks now. And I literally walked in my closet and I picked, I lift up a box and there's a pair of drumsticks. I was like, Listen, I you have to because I have drumsticks in my closet. Like so, <laughs> I don't. I, you've got to. I don't even know. Yeah, they're they're sitting on my my desk because I, I pick them up and paired all away. I was I was sitting there doing double double strokes with them. Hey, there you go. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the the sh- it's coming back to me. All right. Yeah, I, uh, every once in a while in the fall. I do like I'm like I need to hear snare drum right now. <laughs> I have to hear. I can't. I have I could YouTube marching bands because like I need snare drum. I need mm-hmm. it. Well, okay. For, okay, for me, for me, what always was my favorite part is whenever the uh, the larger marching bands would come out and they'd have like 14 tubas and they they they'd hit. Well, that's the, how you know. That's how they you know. That's how you. For those of you who aren't in the the marching band world, you know it's gonna be it's a big band. Whenever they have fourteen plus tubas on the field, and you can just sit back and bask in the bass glory. You have to count. Yeah, you do two things. You count the tubas and the bass drums and the bass. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a band. Because I, yes. when you hear the walking bass drum, yes. So I when. One of my things that I love to do is like I'll get on YouTube and the DCI warm-ups. Oh, good gravy! Those yeah. <laughs> are so much fun. And I remember I, I love used those. I used a video in one of my presentations I did in college. Uh, I can't remember what the purpose was, but I was like, "Here's a DCI band warming up. This will I'll explain this all in a second. I can't remember why, but. Yeah, like but importantly, the DCI drumline uh is amazing. That's yeah. why <laughs> that was that was always fun. And that's that's something I'll still just be like, you know what I'm in the mood for? Band. And I'll be like, you know, the cadets or you know, or somebody that I just like have to listen to. I did there's something about that marching snare drum. That sound is just yeah, like the snare. Yeah. Oh yes. Like just that that it's such a i don't know there's such a distinct let's like crack noise it like, is, yeah that, that thing i love it i love that sound yeah there there it's is. one of those sounds that's like addicting right <laughs> i don't know if you guys have this problem but there's certain sounds that i'm just like i need that i'd like get addicted to that like certain sound uh-huh. and that marching drum snare is one of them on the list it's like oh yes. cadences during like a parade were the funnest things in the world to me. 
Oh, I love that. There's uh-huh. there's a video. That's I would on- get bored and be like, no, let me play loud. Come on, my turn. That's, <laughs> that's on. Let so me play this- that A or B flat, just like super high up there. Give me that one. Just piercing trumpet there, noise. But there's a video that someone has of. So when I was at NEO, uh, we we had this cadence that we used in Rogersville, and the band instructor, uh, Mr. Compton, came up and he's like, "I want something for our stand tunes." make me something and looked at me and so i use that cadence and it's just something that we would just say during football games and they're still using it uh how long was that eight years later because they they sent me a video and they're like aaron this is still your cadence i was like my heart swells with joy (laughs) i i will say there is a different dynamic when you switch from uh the, the, the marching band to concert band well yeah uh, as as a percussionist now you have to play quiet i you have to remember reserved. what, you have to remember I, what I, pianissimo means I, yeah I have to go what's the what, this, what, mr what shannon these... there's there's no there, there's a lot of rests here mr shannon is like can we play those why is the why does this not say Fortissimo. What is is, this? Is P P P P? I what? There's no rim shot. Is there? Can I make a rim shot here? Uh, I I thought all I thought all drum music just said F at the bottom. And then they're like, it's just the implied Fortissimo. (laughs) They're like, hey, you can play the uh, the. What's a crescendo? And you're like, the can can I hit it with a stick? I'm like, you get a mallet. Uh, I mm, I still to this day have a lot of difficulty with um the marimba and the uh whatever the large scale bells are those will oh, always yeah, be the uh, enemy what are those called i know what you're talking about but i the tubular I can, bells the big tall ones no they're the because there's marimba and what's the other one? Oh, the, the, the vibraphone yeah, yeah, the vibraphone. So I, I thought you were talking about like the tubular bells, like the at the vertically tall ones. Yeah, oh, no, no, I, those like, <laughs> are, I thought those were just those were just chimes. No, so I can, but there's, I remember a lot of times there was a, there was several songs that we played that had like little to no percussion, and so, but the, I mean, like you know, there's, it, it was always a fight with the other percussionists. <laughs> with like oh does this song have a bass drum and a snare hey we could play those yeah who got to play the bass (laughs) mr shannon would look over at you and be like i i need someone on the timpani i need something on (laughs) someone on the bells i need someone on the triangle i need something on the cymbal and it's like but but there's a snare drum right there can i play that too well that's (laughs) because we had to let colin have a turn to be heard (laughs) Yeah, that's why. <laughs> oh that's my! Why. That's why. Go, go ahead and jump no, in, Colin. So. No, yeah, you've been, uh, you've been well, silent I mean, here. I mean, let's say, well, so, uh, so I played. I was part of the uh, the wind instruments, the best instruments. It sat in the front row, uh, so that everyone could uh, see how not hard we you. had to play. No, nope, <laughs> how, how hard it was. We had so many holes to cover. Uh, it was very hard, uh, very difficult. Uh, I played the clarinet and uh, played the clarinet in marching band in. Uh, and a concert band and then Barry sax in a jazz band. And yeah, if you played not hit too, didn't I, you? I forgot you played Barry sax. Yeah. And then I, yeah, you're right. And then uh, for uh, musicals, I did play in the yeah. pit. Um, 
which was, that was a that was a totally different experience but i'm not a competitive person except when i think back to marching band years and i realized i was a very competitive person i that was something that i really was invested in as far as getting that score back from the judges and learning about what that was and being devastated when it was lower than i thought it would be and the highs of whenever it you know it, the whole thing pulled off and being able to be for me it was like you guys touched on that as a, having mentors there were older people who helped you become better and then being part of that community of we are doing a thing we are working together and and yeah being frustrated when somebody messed up when the trumpets played too loud or never, when never. the the percussion got off beat from the rest of everybody else how dare kidding and and yes all of the uh all of the uh the the, the thoughts and preconceived ideas and things of woodwinds is definitely uh definitely true we are delicate little flowers who uh <laughs> stomp our Colin, feet when we don't get our way that's why, we, away. that's why we had to be quiet in concert band Aaron, yeah. we, the woodwinds had to be heard because in marching band you can't hear them it's, at all as you much fun just as hear brass and drums that's it. <laughs> it was it was funny because our college instructor uh mr compton he was like i would really love to make this band more of like a dci band because they don't have woodwinds <laughs> in but yeah I, with, with colin you know i was never a competitive person like yeah i played football but i was just kind of doing it and i i mostly did it for fun and i was i was decent at it i was smart uh but in band i wanted to get a better score than, than maryville no than branson or willard I, Never getting a better score than Willard's losers. I know. Yeah. I know. I, no smiling, no fun having Willard. I, <laughs> I had to beat Branson. Now, I will also admit that when I was a senior, I might have told uh, the younger underclassmen, uh, hey, if you hit a judge while we're marching, I'll buy you a Gatorade. Because they, I, I just remember always marching, and there's a our color guard used to do that. They, those field judges would be paying attention. Yeah. And I oh remember, gosh, I remember listening to some of those recordings where they'd be like, "And now I see, oh, oh, oh my, that was my fault. That was my fault. Yeah. I wasn't looking." Like, <laughs> Backed in the head with the flag. Oh my god! But it, that was also a, a very not the hitting part, but that was a sense of of pride for me when I was a senior because you know. As a percussionist, we were we had to have a different look. We had to be different. And whenever we were in parade form or you know, whenever we were performing in front of like Branson, uh, you know, we had to look and be better than them. And so that was that that was big for me. Whenever I'd look over the scores and I'd ask, you know, Mr. Shannon, Mr. Shannon, how did we do score wise? And you know who I'm talking about. And he'd be like, well, visually, you guys did better. And I'm like, my heart would swell. But the Carthage pride. judges always <laughs> give you a 72. No matter how good you do, Carthage judges, who I know are totally not listening, Carthage right. judges. <laughs> you know who you are. I don't know. I never really, I don't know. I don't think I had the same, like, 
I'm just not a competitive person, like full stop. It was more about like, I don't really care what the judge thing said. I just wanted to know that we did good. Like yeah. I just wanted to like, I wanted like a and, visual marks. Like and, why like horn line were you, what do you not know what a diagonal is? Come on. There's a distinct difference between diagonal and curve. And what you were doing was a curve. Get in line now. Like, I really, it was like a self, like, perfectionist thing. I don't really care, well, really, and, what the judge, like, whatever the score yeah. came, I was like, is that good? I don't know what that means. And, like, and it definitely scratched that itch, too, of that kind of personal perfectionism of a desire to do a thing and do it really well. Especially yeah. whenever, I, I did Which feel like I was good for at it. me, because, like, that's not, that's not generally how I live my life. So right. it's like an outside <laughs> thing like I don't, <laughs> like it's a weird exception of like how i generally am like in life is just like that was like no i need to do this like perfectly everything mm-hmm. else i'm just like meh that, that that's kind of how i am now but i remember drill downs like, oh i was always either, in there i, I was in either there. Oh, i had good. to win or it had to be another percussionist because i was like oh i'm not gonna let uh uh, like I'm not gonna let a, a flute player beat me. Are you kidding me? No, flute players yeah. would never beat you. If we're just That's being perfectly honest, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so like that that competitiveness like left whenever I got the NEO, but I we I still had to have that look of we are percussionists. We are different for a reason. We're a different species, and so like we 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 never we never did competitions. But we would go to high school events, and uh, I remember we went to a uh, a high school comp- a competition, and that was it, it. Brought me back to you know we have to look and be better than these high school kids, and this is when I still had like the three homeschool kids that never been to a competition before, and I was like, eh, this will buff out. It'll be fine. And so I, that nature, I was always pretty competitive of, you know, we had to look different. We had to act different. We had to be different. And I, there's the immortal words, which I will, that that will constantly be, if I can make it a ringtone, I would of just someone yelling, God, was it guide left or guide right? Guide right. Or a guide down. We use that one a lot. Oh, we use guide right. Guide right. I yelled at my horn line so much. Yeah. No. I, I, what? I remember that just ringing. And I'm pretty sure that's all anybody that was in a band of high school uh, with me would be able to tell you. They could. They would say like, "Man, he yelled a lot." As <laughs> as I talked to other people who were in band in high school with you, yes, that is all they. Actually they probably remember. thought I it <laughs> They go. They, well, it's usually um, Brandon yelled a lot, and I'm pretty sure he hated me. And I go, eh, no, he didn't hate you. Uh, that's no, just only when you were out of line. <laughs> if Which you were in line, you were amazing. I loved you. But if you were out of line, I hated you so much. Because <laughs> yeah. I definitely remember, like, I remember having some moments with some, like, underclassmen people, like, whenever I was, like, older. Like, yeah, you were doing, like, ama- like you know, we had some, like, good, like, heart-to-heart moments. I don't know if anybody else remembers that. They probably just remember me shouting like super loud, like <laughs> get over there, like oh. just yelling at them because they were in the wrong spot. Yeah, uh, I I will also definitely say I, now I did not yell the first time. Oh yes, there was a grace it period. It wasn't the first time; it was the twenty fifth time you were not in your right spot. I started yelling a little bit. <laughs> I, I I will say 
yeah with when i was a senior because i even when i was like a fresh even when i was in eighth grade marching i it was that epitome that i had to be perfect marcher and not be that guy of the band and so yeah because uh, some crazy trumpet six i used to yell at the clarinets and be out of line like what are you doing that's not where you're supposed to be. We were too busy being very special. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there was just a couple in particular that I'm thinking of that they would be, I would look down the lines and I would see one like two feet in front of everybody else and be like, what? Stupid. I would just scream at them as I would yell by. I wasn't. But I, I'm I going to say names. I'm being nice. Oh, yeah. I'll, bleep, I'll bleep those out. Sorry. Sorry. I'm gonna, every, every time I, every time I, I would, I will just take yearbook. this time and, and apologize to Kevin and Kyle. Sorry. Guys. <laughs> Every time I open up one of those yearbooks, I can I look at them. I'm like, you. <laughs> I are you out of line? Uh, but I I will also say that I was in probably one of the best shapes of my life because of band. Uh, it it takes a very int- unique is a word individual that can march that can crab step to a extremely high count going from the let's say the 20 all the way over to the 10 yard line across the field and you had to be there in uh let's say 16 counts of yeah, just of just that. booking it you should do it while playing a trumpet oh no we we would also yeah and not being able to breathe, breathe. <laughs> yeah you should do it without breathing do it holding That's, your uh, breath <laughs> yeah you're only breathing out <laughs> But I, I, I just definitely remember, like, I, I, I don't know how I remember this, but it was definitely the Titanic song we did, Titanic song, and it was after the "My Heart Will Go On," and then it was back into because Mr. Shannon liked to do the, the get your attention song, a really slow song, and then finish with a bang song. Yes, that's accurate. That's, that's every single one, year, one hundred percent. And so I remember doing. My heart will go on, and then I can't remember what the other song was, but we, you know, percussionists, we just like we didn't play that entire song, and so I remember we were dead quiet and at a dead stop, and then we had to go from like the fifteen yard line, like in this huge arc, clear across to the the twenty. Yeah, don't be getting out of line. Or the other fifteen, but but I remember one one time this this poor girl, her name was Melissa, she. She couldn't keep up, and so she tripped, like halfway there. And the, we had to go back and make like a big splinter, like it was part of the show, to like get her up because she like hit hard. And we're like, uh, uh, oh, we're dancing with the music. Improvise, improvise. <laughs> and then we had to like lift her up and like carry her the rest of the way. Oh no, uh, no, it was like I just remember I saw her. And then she was gone. I was like, oh no, Alyssa. I'll never let go. And then gone. And then it was, uh, well, this happened in college. We tried to do at least like two different, two or three shows a football season. And so we were constantly practicing. It wasn't like one show for the whole season like we did in high school, but this was, we did three shows, but they're all usually pretty simplistic like formations uh that we did and but the percussion always had to had to move but i just remember stand tunes uh the the song holiday by green day will never be the same 
because normally the tempo is no you play everything like hey, hyperspeed but yeah, that's what we was, used to do in pet band and, and like, remember, we're gonna take this song but play it more i, I remember Mr. compton like looking at us and i remember seeing him snap and then he's like this is a good tempo right one two three and like <gasps> and so i i had great forearms when i was in high school and college because of those audacious and so every time I hear Holiday on the radio, I'm like, no, they're not, they're not playing it right. They're, not, they're it's, they're too slow. Yeah, because it's not, like that's what the like in jazz band, you had to play it faster. It's, mm-hmm. It automatically becomes peppier when it's faster. Yeah. <laughs> eh, oh, it, we we definitely put the pep in it during during stand tunes. Like everything we played was just hyper speed. Yeah. Um, but. It, it was just a very interesting, unique time, mm-hmm. and it was it was a blast to be a part of. We never really got the answer for Colin of why. Oh, yeah, Colin, we, we kept... why did Colin join band? We got oh. Aaron and me. But we forgot <laughs> Colin. We just well, went off on this warp speed. Sure. Well, I I will say, like percussionists and brass players tend to do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm important. <laughs> Mostly yes. No. Right. Follow the bass drum. Yeah. Well, I'll follow him as soon as he does the right tempo. I would um, never. So more. Yeah. That's what. More. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys aren't playing the right tempo because I'm playing it. Continue. Yeah. When, 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 yeah. If you follow. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Well, I will say having the exposure of band. Uh. Seeing Brandon. Seeing you go through it. It was definitely an interest. And then what was really cool about Rogersville is in sixth sixth grade, you did both choir and band. And just as a... That a was brief, not cool because I had to do choir. Well, <laughs> so yes, I will say that you... Yes, but at least it was like, you know, everybody's going to do it, right? It That's was true. A, like, so just to give somebody a taste of either of those, whether you pursue them in the future or not, it was like, you at least are going to have music in your life for one year. And then I want year. choir in my life. <laughs> and then you run screaming from choir, off yes. key, obviously. Yes. yes. And. <laughs> but um, it is just, I just, I really started to eat that up of, of okay, I, I can do this. And I never thought of myself as musically talented or whatever, but just being exposed to that. I, and, and being able to be a part of something that was much bigger than yourself. I know that sounds very cliche, but when you're in the band room and you have a line of notes in front of you, but as you're playing, you hear other lines of notes being played around you to, and to hear all that put together really hit me. Like I never had felt something like that before. It was, it's very special um, to, to me. And it, I, I always loved when all cylinders were firing in the band room and you, you, you were able to make it through a whole piece without Mr. Shannon shutting you down and saying, no, try again. That was terrible. Um, <laughs> um, so I just, I just really liked being a part of that, that thing. Um, and being able to have pride in it and going, okay, this is something I can do well. And um, I love the way this sounds and it was challenging. It was one of those things with on that graph of things that you're good at versus how hard it is. Like I felt like I was good at it and it was hard. So I enjoyed showing up and I enjoyed. I feel like I, that was kind of me where I was at too. Is like, I I felt like now I might be misinterpreting this. I felt like I was good. 
Yeah. And it was challenged too, right? So mm-hmm. like some people might have a different interpretation of uh, my skill, but like I thought I was pretty good. And so I, I had the same kind of like, yeah, I'm good. And the work, I could see it and it's, I could tell that it's doing so. I like it, right? That's what. Yeah. It, it, and so it, it, it made it, while yes, it was hard, it was easy to show up and try. And I remember trying to go to, to state and practicing those solos and just it being one of the worst times of my high school time of just how hard that was for me and how challenging it was. But going, there was just no other option in my mind of like, no, I'm just, this is something I'm going to practice that I'm going to really work on and seeing it pay off at the end. And then seeing that, and then, you know, just stretching myself a lot to do the, the pit band for musicals um, and, and, and jazz band and all of these little things that it wasn't just a an extracurricular activity at that point it was i mean it was one of the reasons that i was excited to go to school is that was like, the it, reason i wanted was, to go to school like, that was that's why i was like oh man here we right. go yeah you got you started first thing in the morning let's go yeah, get yeah, it exactly and you know, I'll just, I, I know I'll never, you know, we'll never forget those memories or, you know, a lot of the, the lessons that, you know, I took from that from Mr. Shannon. Or the, the way thing. that instrument room smelled. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. It was terrible. Like the spit and the oil. Like, no, I like know. that. Like, there's another sense memory. <laughs> that would, that always gross me out when I would see you guys turn around and release your valve it has to go somewhere it does yeah and you know like i was saying like those life lessons of something i still say multiple if, times a day of if, if you're, you're on, time, on you're time, time you're late yeah i said that this morning <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tell that to i've told that to hourlies that i've hired i've told that to students that you know like it's just so what a simple phrase and changes how you operate in the world yeah. and and that was a as you said a 6 a.m marching band practice in the morning yep no if you're like so much is tied into that and it came from band you know yeah. as just i i just that's why i have i have such love for that and such joy whenever other people are involved and in, in reminiscing about it of i don't think of myself again as a somebody who has a lot of like school pride uh you know all the, the you know i went to college and graduate school and i could have cared less how those people performed but ah uh, man marching band yeah sure I'll, i'll have pride <laughs> for that all day long <laughs> and that and i loved doing that whenever i was the um uh the drum major for two years of uh, that that was that was something that i i took immense pride and stressed over and um being able to be yeah whatever a representative was for the band at that point in time yeah. you know like cuz you're just up there flapping your arms for a while uh, <laughs> the, the band really doesn't need you in the grand scheme of things uh except I mean, if they're really spread apart yeah um, you just got to start that's all we need yeah you just got to start and then start me. and then to, <laughs> to know of like again that yeah I, I didn't contribute to any of the sound coming off of the field. And so, yeah, those guys did that. And we get to stand up and accept the award for them. But knowing like, yeah, I, they're, they're the ones and we help, help to, 
show them off to to yeah. the crowd and that kind of stuff to to be that be in that position um was all, again just a whole whole experience yeah there's also some good uh lessons to be learned in that environment cuz there was definitely some people that I that were in my line or that were trumpet players with me that I hated right like I hate it. I, I mm, no <laughs> did not like them we did not get along at all but or just in the band in general there were some people that was just like no I can't even with you like mm-hmm. I can't like I can't I don't want to talk to you but I've got to figure out how to work with you because I care about this band and that stuff is not important. I just want to play. We've got to figure out how to, we can work together and play this song. That's it. Like yep. I don't want to like speak with you, but we've got to work together and do this marching. Because <laughs> oh. I care about that more than I care about hating you, right? Oh, That's yeah. more, but so that kind of like trying to figure it work in that environment. Mm-hmm. So those lessons of like how to get around those things and work with people when you have like, like big personality differences and oh yeah you just don't like them and but you've got to work with them anyway there's no choice right Mm -hmm. you've got to do it and and, yeah and at the time you're not really thinking at that level you're just thinking like uh like you know it's one of those questions of of, you're 17 years old you're like i hate you like that's like yeah i hate you um but we've got to get this done and when you flash forward to job interviews of when they say yeah. explain it you know explain a scenario where you had to work with somebody you hated you might not immediately go back to those experiences in band or band camp or whatever but they are there and i, I mean i have those memories of people who like we were actively tearing each other down outside of band but it was one of those things of like nope when we're here it's a truce or maybe oh, it's still active but yeah, it's still active just... i almost got in a fist fight in jazz band yeah like, so <laughs> I <was> like, mm. <laughs> but having that that being able to have that understanding of the one thing that we both can agree on is that this other thing is important to us yeah so we can get we can work on that I yeah. still hate you. I still don't like you. And I still yeah. want to push you in front of a bus. But that's true. <laughs> but again, <laughs> in my that. situation, it's you got to think two trumpet players sometimes try to work. Into, and I am not like, like, I'm like the stereotypical, like very brash, very loud, very like opinionated person. And so when the two of those people are occupying the same space, very difficult. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> Right. And now, like, this is something that I like when I was like 17. Right. I didn't really think about it in that terms, but now you've kind of had time to go. Okay. I know that I have some issues here. Uh, I know that my personality is, can get in the way uh, of something. (laughs) 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 Physically rein it in sometimes, you know, Uh (laughs) it's a little, yeah, it can be to get you in trouble. Sometimes I'm aware of this now. Uh, mm-hmm. when you're 17 you're still trying to figure out how to be a person too so you kind of are like yeah and you're, you're struggling with that and you do but in that environment where there's that creative things happening and you're working together for a goal it kind of yeah. helps you to be like okay i'll hit you later right now <laughs> we just gotta do this like I'm- <laughs> well it is one of those it is one of those very unique things of of yes we're coming together as a group to do these things but I need to make sure that I'm focusing on me and make yeah, sure. That, am I, yeah. Am, am I contributing 
everything I have to the group. Yes. That, that, that becomes the most important thing. At yeah. And, and so while that sounds very self-centered, it's coming from that motive of if I'm not performing at my best. Yeah. I'm letting them down. I'm letting right? them down. I'm letting yeah. the group down. And all of a sudden that becomes the motivating factor of I need to make sure that all this other stuff is out of my head, that I'm focused on this, that I'm practicing, that I'm showing up so that the group can be at its best. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those weird things of, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is a weird, it sounds counterintuitive, but you do have to kind of put that hat on sometimes of, I need to sit down. I need to focus on just how am I doing? Because how I'm doing is going to affect how we do. Right. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Them some knowledge on you. My goodness. (laughs) band introspection yeah (laughs) I love it goodness well there it is done (laughs) yeah I think that we'll just we'll just till next time there you go Stop the recording there. Okay. <laughs> Make a note. 124. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to even say, uh, I even uh, did one of Mr. Shannon's old magic tricks. The blanket one? Yeah, the blanket. I, I took, yeah. I, had a, I had a little handkerchief that I found. Uh, I was like, guys, it was, I did this at work, and so no one knew what I was doing. So, you guys, like, oh, it's gone. And then I, I told Shelby one of Mr. Shannon's stories of whenever you used to work at the circus. Uh-huh. I'm curious about which story you're going oh, to Oh, yeah, there, well, there's a lot. Yeah. There, 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 was, there was a pregnant pause if ever there was one. Because <laughs> oh, I was waiting. I well, was. I, did you tell I, her about the one where he got like peed on by the leopard? That, or whatever? that, that was the one that I told. I okay. As, 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 ones. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my instructor was peed on by a, like a leopard or something and then i told him about like how he went on a date and accidentally grabbed uh, her shoulder yeah but it wasn't her shoulder i know yes yeah, that's, I know. that's why it's funny <laughs> shut up and he but, was telling the fun a side note of that the fact that he was telling that to like middle schoolers <laughs> was just terrifying at the time maybe like nah, <laughs> what <laughs> What this is, is this? This is the, the nineties, man. You know, what? whatever. <laughs> man. But it, it, like, it, that's one thing that it kind of breaks my heart with some of the places that I go for my job is like I meet all these like, and that was kind of one thing that I didn't really want to talk yesterday is that I just met this really troubled kid with a pretty crappy home life and i went to the the school office like do you guys have like anything this kid could be a part of because i was like he would do amazing in band they're like no we don't have that program i was like why something and so that was just frustrating on a on a level like that Mm -hmm. but yeah 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 they're you know those those programs they had so much value and obviously you know we got a lot out of them um and to think that those shared experiences aren't aren't common across yeah it does it does make you feel make you feel really bad yeah but 
<sighs> it was a lot of what fun. makes what makes you feel really bad is when you're every time you see a marching band you look the first thing i do still today is look at their feet and yep. go no, what are you doing no. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> one of the homeschool kids that i was talking about he's like It'd be really cool if we had white shoes. It's like, no, 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 like what is that diagonal she's like shut up (laughs) sorry but i can't look at their feet they're out of stab why (laughs) it's a it is all the promise yeah (laughs) get their feet i do that still still last time i was a christmas parade last year i didn't go to this no i didn't go to this last one the two years ago i guess i i remember i I had those thoughts. I was watching the bands come by. I was like, what are you doing? What? Like, mm. No, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, it's ingrained in there. Won't go away. Probably ever. It's all right. <laughs> oh, no. No, I guarantee you it won't. <laughs> guarantee you. <yeah. laughs> Goodness. Well, yep. Time. <laughs> you guys have a good week coming up uh i guess so i don't really know what's happening next week mystery week oh. mystery mystery so i am actually waiting for um it's called tulsa honor academy to actually give me a call is it a zoo no okay uh, Are, it is, oh. it's, it's, it's a charter school in tulsa um, for a few teaching jobs and then so i was waiting i was waiting on that but that that's the only thing that i got coming up that's quote-unquote big but that, that definitely qualifies yeah it is that's pretty cool <laughs> definitely where uh what positions do you know so i already did a phone interview uh and it's for so it's charter schools are weird yes some of them don't go all the way up they only do like yes. a certain a few certain grades but so this one the this program they're actually adding on uh every year or every other year like a different grade level and so this oh, okay. one, this one will be for a freshman and sophomore history teacher hmm. um they don't have any athletics yet um and so but it, like they they've had a middle Disc school golf. for like They've had a middle school for a really, really long time, and they're just now slowly implementing, okay. um, adding them up. Yeah, yeah, high school stuff. And I, I kind of felt a little bad because I was still at work when I did this phone interview uh, with these people. <laughs> but I went, I went to the back little conference room areas to, um, to meet or to to call this this person. And she's, she sent me an email. She's like, I was really impressed. I've already sent your stuff to the principal be prepared for a call and i'm like yes do it there you go do it now. <laughs> but <laughs> oh on second thought mr funk counselor never mind i kind of made a little boo-boo because i was like well you know like a lot of people like in school like they don't really like like history but they really don't like math and the lady's like well i actually teach math i'm like oh shit oh math. no 
my bad my bad uh so yeah but other than that i think the interview went really well now i'm just kind of waiting for people to give me a holler that's exciting cool very cool here we go yeah i'm not doing anything well that i'm aware of just a normal week doing stuff posting a big list of missing assignments that's what i'm doing next week on monday just like hello children if your name is on this list you have a problem Uh, actually it's not if your name's on the list once i have some kids if your name is on this list more than once you have a problem problem (laughs) at that point you have a big problem yikes so there's that but you know what about you going down to the yeah we're gonna doing things be it dads uh yeah so be there till monday and then uh come back home that's about it yeah nice about just it. cause just going down just for the fun of it yeah uh lily didn't have school on monday and so i'm taking it off i don't know why they don't have school but is it some random missouri holiday i don't know maybe they're I, just like yeah we're closed i don't know <laughs> yeah i think i think she may be taking the the person who runs it maybe taking a personal week yeah i don't know whatever is, is she in is she in not daycare what is she in preschool it's uh, a it that's, it's that's a that's what the youth calling it now. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a no. It's a it's a private preschool. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What it's a no. No. It's a yeah private preschool, but it's just it's half day and half week, so it's oh. real introductory at this point. Oh yeah. Real introductory, but yeah. But no, she is it, it is she is registered not as a. A daycare but as an actual preschool sweet mm-hmm. I like it. yeah no it's been it's been huge yes, uh sh- i mean I mean already um uh, yeah. thank you one of those no. <laughs> those those bougie uh no aaron they start with latin they start okay. with latin. yeah <sighs> wow <laughs> no uh no it's been it's been really huge for her I'm, i've noticed her her storytelling and just uh mental organization when communicating has really increased uh as far as like planning goes with activities or how she presents information is has already gotten a lot better um and and she's one of the things that we really struggled with when we were working with her at at home and doing more homeschool activities was the writing aspect and that was something we just fought with her every single time we sat down to do that is she would do maybe one and then she move on to the next letter and just wouldn't. And then it would end in tears and screaming and gnashing of teeth. And then we'd put it away. And so we just stopped doing writing activities because we didn't want that to become a negative association with her. And she writes all the time. Now she's, she's constantly getting a piece of paper and just writing random letters and going, what's this spell? I'm like, well, that's not an actual word. And she's like, oh, okay what's this spell? Like, that's not a word either, but you know, she's, she's trying and that's been huge. Yeah. That is a, that's one of the steps, right? Is the, that like act like the play spelling, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a thing. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. yeah. And we're, so we, we encourage that and you know, we don't try and bring that up because again, when we did it last, when we tried to bring it up, it was a no go. So it's like you, you're going to do your own thing. 
we encourage you and we'll continue to play along and provide all of the drawing and, and paper and stuff that you have free access to so you can do it as you wish yeah because <laughs> then you can it's easier to transition into like hey why don't you make this this a letter mm-hmm. if they're already kind of like exploring their own play spelling and, and all that like kind of stuff when you it's it kind of makes the transition to what about a letter c, c look right. at this then it kind yeah. of like oh oh you mean this i'm already making that shape kind of so blah. yeah well and and we noticed it so of and this will probably be an ongoing theme with her in her life i know she's only four but like she, when like she didn't start talking until she was three like actual like just actually verbalizing stuff until she was three she was very d- delayed in that but when we would take her to speech therapists or speech coaches or our pediatrician, they were like, yeah, there's nothing concerned here. She knows exactly what you're saying. And she would say words. But if she couldn't say the word perfectly. Oh, she didn't want to do she it. She wouldn't say it. Uh, she wouldn't. Got you. So when you, one of the things that, you know, is very developmentally, one of those steps with kids is mimicking of like, yes. say dad. And the kid yeah. goes, ah, and you're like, great job. <laughs> she never did that just would not you'd say say ball and she would just stare at you in the eyes now you could say go get the ball or where's your ball or yeah. which you know you could say which ball's bigger which ball's smaller which ball you know which color is the ball? she knew all of that would just not verbalize it and so when it came to writing i feel like that was similar very like, similar she she couldn't do it she couldn't trace the lines exactly so she just wouldn't do it yeah and or or perform it perfectly so she just wouldn't and so encouraging this as you mentioned brandon this playwriting yeah (laughs) that's what it's called it's yeah it is there's a the the a lot of french schools actually do that in their art classes Mm. they do um they teach those like strokes but then they do it in the form of like picture drawing yeah right especially yep. with the like the letter shapes like yes. just like half circle or like the full circle or just straight lines and they make art with it mm. and then they transition that art into letters because they're already familiar with how the those pencil Stroke. strokes yeah function yep and so then they can just combine them in different ways to make the letters right because there's really only a couple that you need right for print writing you need like mm-hmm. two well mm-hmm. Four, four really. yeah right <laughs> kind of it yeah yeah straight line curve squiggle right yeah it's like it. full circle half circle straight line bigger straight line <laughs> yeah and and like it, an arch mm-hmm. okay got it right, done and, the, okay. and that's what they that's what uh the the preschool has been doing is just working on strokes so that whenever they can do and like it's fully like they'll do they'll trace strokes with their fingers they'll practice drawing with different strokes they'll have their they'll position their body in different strokes to make letters yeah. you know and oh, okay, like, like it's 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 full so like when when you go to write that a you, you know that in your them. hand in your you yeah. can you can feel it you in your body it. and yeah. visualize it and that's that's helped her push through that so that yeah she she's just so much more comfortable with it than she was before does she is she like adapting well with like a lot of the kids also, or how's that looking? Oh, she's fine. But she's, yeah. Um, that was it's her brother that she beats up. It's fine. Yeah. That'll be <laughs> not, I don't know how we're going to do that. Noah's going to start attending in the summer. 
Um, so (laughs) we don't know if we're gonna do try and do the same class or do like a morning afternoon or we'll just have to might be better yeah (laughs) we're just gonna have to see how it goes but uh because i know it might be might be good for him to get away from her really yeah well and and so yeah like beat up by his older sister (laughs) it's multiple it's it's that's her space now oh yeah that's That's true too so i don't want to feel like i'm imposing him on her space because yeah that's she knows all because she's already been there so it's, yeah. that's the chair i sit in and that's the person i talk to and that's blah, blah, blah. and then he shows up and that's like yeah. oh, younger brother what and are you then, doing here what are you doing here i have to see you at home and I, and, yeah. I, and then i also want him <laughs> to have a break him. from you and I, yeah, his and own the, thing too his yeah. own thing i want him to have that experience of going yeah. through all of those same things um so we'll see we'll see uh how how that process goes but she she loves the kids she knows all their names she she'll come home and tell stories of who was there who wasn't there what they did that day um all the activities uh we talk about that over lunch or over yeah megan talks to her about that over lunch when they get back and then um, we recover it at dinner talk about what her favorite part of the day was who she played with and she's she's gotten really good at telling those stories as well um and and remembering so we haven't had any any concerns with that fortunately Sweet. yeah Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, all that fun stuff kids am i right right <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well you guys have a good evening very good well guys enjoy the rest of your evening and we'll talk again soon all right okay love you guys love you too bye bye